This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. You know what time it is. It's time for the home stretch here on Silver and Black today. An Odyssey original podcast. I'm Scott Branson, along with my co-host Mo Moten. We're back. We're here to close out the show with the mailbag. But first, Mo, I got a press release uh, on Wednesday. Okay. It's got nothing to do with any food. But it, it starts this way. I got to read this to you. I'm reading it off my phone here. Um, so I'm going to read it to you, and then I'm going to show you some imagery because there's some imagery. And yes, it's, 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 rated P, it's rated G. Rated G. It says, hello, football fans rejoice. Mattel is excited. You know Mattel, the toy company? Mm-hmm. Right? You know who they are? Mattel uh, is excited to mm-hmm. announce the launch of the Mo Moten Little People Collection. No, I'm just kidding. Stop it's it. the NFL Little People Collector Series, including an exclusive set designed for the Las Vegas Raiders fans. A must-have for any diehard fan. This exclusive set will be displayed in a commemorative package and feature NFL players and super fans as little people figures. The Little People Collector sets are now available for pre-order at MattelCreations.com for 25 bones. Ready? So I'm going to flash this. If you're watching us on the screen, if you're listening to us, you can't see it, but you can go up and I'll tweet it out. But check this out, Mom. I'm going to put the flow, flow this right in front of us here. Look at this. Little people, dude. Look at that. I think the one second from left is you. <laughs> I'm a little lighter skin complexion than the one from, a, from yeah, the second left. True. I'm kind of, you know, a little shade lighter maybe. Yeah. But we can get a, we can get a, a, a Mo Moten figure. You know? Oh, well, look Ke- at Kelly Kreiner, get on that. So there it's in a box for those of you listening and you can go see this on our YouTube channel or, or up on uh, Rumble or Twitter or Twitch, wherever you want to watch us. It, but it says just win baby. It's got the Raider logo. It's the little people collector set and it's got four little people, two in the Raider uniforms, one home jersey, one away jersey. Then it's got the one on the far right. I think that's a, a woman, a female with a headband on. And on the far left is a guy with a Raiders, Raider Nation cap on with a painted face, right? So here's a close-up, Mo. Let me put this down so you can see it. 
Yeah, that, uh, is, a, yeah. that is a female. Yeah. That's good. That represents yeah. the female fans. So there you go. It's got the, the face paint, everything. Look at these little people. I, I, I know just, what I'm getting my, my younger cousin for Christmas now. See, there if you I go. Try to convert him to a Raider fan. I know what to do. There you go. So I just wanted to share that. They sent that to me. I did, for all of the listeners and viewers out there, I did send a reply to them saying, hey, hey, send us some. We'll give them away to our viewers and our listeners. Yeah. So hopefully we get some. We'll give some. Maybe you can have a, a nice gift. Put them on your dashboard or give them to your kids. Yeah. Or throw them at Chiefs yeah. fans. I don't know. We figured it out. <laughs> Chiefs <All right>. fans. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to do at the top was, so on YouTube the other night, we got, it wasn't a question but you know, oh, my sign, and look at this, my sign is falling off my wall here. I have to get a different hook there. Anyway, so because of this sign, I'm pointing to the Ra I have a Raiders neon sign on my set here where we do the show, now, which is now a little crooked. It's bothering me. Um, but anyway, <laughs> one, of our, one of our viewers, Tropical Remy, Tropical Remy, who's always in the chat, joked he said hey where's your your neon van halen sign because you know i'm a van halen i'm a huge van halen fan and i said oh my guitars are on the other one because in my studio on the other wall is a bunch of van halen stuff and so i told him i would show him some of my stuff on the next show mo so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna show him i'm gonna zoom out a little bit here if i can do this yeah i can figure this out if my, if my fingers will work um to show him some of my my van halen guitars so so I'm going to show, this is for you, Tropical Remy. That's my 5150 right there, as you can see. Uh, no, I'm not going to play for you right now. Why not? I'm very, I'm very rusty. I am working on the Mo Moten love theme. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's, all, it's all twanging guitar. And then, uh, Remy, here's the other one. This is the, the kind of 78 original. Anyway, so there you go. So there's my so so I you know want to give want to give the viewers what they ask for. What they what they ask for. Yeah. That's what they ask for. So let's bring Mo back on here. So I'm not just here alone. Uh, so there you go. So that's the first two. I know it's not technically mailbag, but it is because you know listeners ask us and stuff like that. So we talk little people and Van Halen guitars. So what are we talking about? Football? Yeah. Okay. So let's get to the mailbag, Mo. Uh, this one comes from another viewer on YouTube who took my advice and sent in a piece of mail as well. This is from Raider Worm One. Raider Worm One. He says, What's up, downtown Scott and Midtown Mo? It's Emmanuel, aka Raider Worm from Sacramento. I love the show and the years the year-long Raiders content. I've been listening to you guys since 2019 on Raider Nation Radio when I couldn't decide if I should listen to Scott and get Dr. Jen bars <laughs> or Q's built bars. So I bought both. <laughs> So if you guys go, I have to explain that a little bit. When I was on, when I had my daily show, I was right on after JT the Brick in the afternoons, and I had a sponsor, Dr. Jen's Nutrition Bars, that, which were unbelievable. And Dr. Jen and Andrew out in Vegas, they're still viewers and listeners, so shout out to them uh, and their product. Uh, so we used to have sponsor for that, and then Q on his podcast had Built Bars. So that's, that's what Emmanuel's referring to about that. But he says... Uh, my question is, do you guys think there will ever be a time when NFL would let running backs get drafted out of high school so the player would play more in their prime and get a good second contract or maybe put running backs on a run count, kind of like they have pinch counts on pitchers in Major League Baseball? Thanks. By the way, Mo, I don't mind at all catch up on my hot dog sometimes. Oh, 
Um, ah, so automatically, name him, his name is Manuel, right? Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Yes. Emmanuel is a Hall of Fame listener just off oh. of that comment alone. Thank you, Emmanuel, Raider Worm 1, whatever you want to be called. That is an excellent comment. Forget everything yes. else in so that email. The fact that he puts ketchup on his hot dog <laughs> and he's fine with that. Well, he didn't tell no, us he, he might be 13. <laughs> I doubt it. Raider Worm he, might be 13. No, no, stop it. That is not, no. Raider Worm, you broke my heart, man. You broke my heart. But anyway, his question about <laughs> NFL running backs. Um, coming out of high school, look, they don't let any football players come out of high school. You see it in college basketball only. Every other NCAA sport except for baseball. And in baseball, just for knowledge purposes, in baseball, you either have to come out right after high school, but as soon as you start college, you have to stay until you're a junior, okay? Which is basically the same rule in the NFL uh, and with college football. Basketball is the only one where you can be one and done, right? Um, as far as just going into the draft, the NBA will take you in the draft. So, so Mo, I, I don't ever think we'd see that because an 18-year-old kid is not a 21-year-old kid that's been through a college program, including weightlifting, including nutrition, including growth, just maturity as you as you age and and become a full-grown man takes some time. So I don't think we'll ever see that. As far as the run counts go, I don't see how that could work. Look, there's nothing wrong with these guys. I understand the empathy for them to say, well, geez, these guys, oh, they're doing this. But again, it's the market demand. It's supply and demand. As long as there's running backs coming in every year, I don't see it changing anytime soon unless we go back to 1950s, 60s football uh, like Vince Lombardi and the, the the five yards in a cloud of dust. I just don't ever see it happening, Mo. Yeah, I don't see them changing the rule for one position. Right. So you, I don't think they're going to be this, – this rule for running backs that you can come out of high school and everyone else you got to do three <laughs> years or, you know, has to stay three years of college. Just, that's just not going to happen. One rule is not going to – is not going to – differentiate from one position to another but someone brought up an idea that and i don't think this is going to happen either but someone brought up the idea why not they just get rid of the franchise tag for running backs and again that goes mm. back to my argument that they're not going to give special you know treatment to one position over another it's just not going to happen though it would make sense because then the running backs can test for agency uh without without the, the fear of being tagged and someone else said why not Running backs come into the league, their rookie contract is only two years instead of four because the point is made that the running backs' best years are consumed by that rookie contract. So if they're out of their contract after the first two years, just still, you know, 24, 25 years old, still in, in the peak of their prime, and teams aren't looking at them like, oh, that guy has too much mileage, four years of mileage of 250 plus carries versus two years of 250 plus carries, teams will look at that guy sideways and they still pay him. But it's just hard to give, again, going back to my point, it's just hard to give one set of guidelines for one position and everyone right. else is following a different set of guidelines. And not only that, but I have to remind people that remember the NFL players are in a union, the NFL Players Association. Mm -hmm. They negotiated this. They negotiated the structure of the franchise tag, how it works, the contracts, because remember, the NFL was having problems. Teams, there was not a competitive balance in the league because of the way contracts were structured. In the past, guys were getting massive bonuses coming out of college and, and contracts were all over the place. 
So they had to rein that in for the health of the game, by the way. So the players and the owners, there's give and take. Yes, the owners have more power. You can demonize the owners if you want, but they own the businesses. The bottom line is the NFL players voted for this system. Does it hurt running backs? You could argue yes because of that contract issue. But Mo, it's not. It's like saying, hey, I will buy that car for $5,000, and then you buy it and drive it off the lot and say, whoa, wait a minute. Now it needs tires or it needs this. I need you to give me some more money back for that car because I didn't know all these issues were going to have. It doesn't work that way. It, they made a it's collective bargaining agreement. It's good for eight years. Okay, and it's only in mm -hmm. its second year, third year, third year, third year. You got five more years before they even talk about negotiating a new con a contract. And again, remember how many players there are in the NFL. They're not going to bend over backwards for one position. They're just not going to do it. Do you remember the running back Zoom meeting that they had? Yes. Uh, this is before Saquon Barkley went and signed his modified franchise tag with the Giants. And I think it was Nick Chubb who basically said, there's nothing we can do. And, and it goes back to what you said. There's a collecting bargaining agreement that was made, and you can't you can't change that until it's up. So the running backs have, unfortunately, not a fair world for everyone. Running backs are going to have to, you know, clench their teeth and suck it up for yeah. another half a decade. Yeah, and we had we had somebody on the chat the other night on YouTube talking about, well, why wide receivers are getting off? They don't more value. Wide receivers don't get as many touches of the football, and they get all the money. It's like, I don't tell you. Look at look. Kim Kardashian makes a lot more money than I do. What does she really do? Okay. Did she go to college? Does she have discernible skills? Does she know a trade? I know what you're going to say. Just keep that to yourself because it's too adult. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> she, yeah, she yeah. has some skill sets maybe, but they're not, they're not. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, my point, though, is the world is never fair. It's never going to be fair. And so you have to work within the system. The NFL has a system. The Players Association has a system, and they're not going to change it for the four or five running backs on every team. No, there's more, there's more players throughout the league at every other position than running back, and they're just not going to do it. They're just not going to make an exception for them. Not going to happen. So anyway, but I appreciate the question. Scott, if you want to get on Kim Kardashian's level, there is a way, but you know, you, you, may, be, you may have to risk your job security to do it. Oh, no, no, no. That's okay. Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> to, to be a celebrity today, I saw some video of some guy jumping in oil today. He thought it was a good idea to get likes on Instagram or something. And then it starts burning all of his orifices, and he's not feeling so good. So what people will do for fame, yeah. What people will do for fame is pretty insane these days. But thank you, Raider Worm 1, Manual, for your email, except for the ending. And, and keep I'll putting ketchup you, on your hot dog, Manual. No, I'll see you on ESPN 1320 on Tuesday uh, with D'Lo and KC. All right. We go to our friend Gary Harkin-Reader again, of course, because Gary is on our Mount Rushmore, and he is... I got a question today. He says, hey, I watched the show today. I think he was talking about uh, Tuesday. Also read your piece on Trey Tucker. He may be simply trying too hard. Eh, could happen. I think so. Um, anyway, my take is that I think Jermaine Illuminor is the Raiders' new Denzel Good. <laughs> Mumford starts at right tackle... Heron is gone because Dave Moneyball Ziegler keeps Curtis and Wagner. Later, Gary. I'm going to let you take this one, Mo, because I know you disagree with all of that. Yeah, I don't know where to start, <laughs> Gary Harkin Reader. And you, you brought it up when you talked about the right tackle spot. While I do believe, I think that Dan Mumford's had a pretty good preseason, I think he had to have a good preseason and 
Jermaine Illuminar had to take a step back or show some regression for Mumford to win that job. And I don't think Jermaine Illuminar has, has skipped a beat after having a pretty good 2022 season. So I think Jermaine Illuminar holds on to the right guards, right tackle spot. And Thayer Mumford is the first off of the sideline. Now, as far as it goes with, I do agree with Gary saying that McClendon Curtis makes it. So we do have some common ground there. But with Dalton Wagner, I think he goes to the practice squad. Uh, Dalton yeah. Wagner has been exclusively at right tackle. So are the Rays going to keep three right tackles? And mm-hmm. I know Jermaine Luna has some position versatility where he can play outside, he can play left tackle. But if Dalton Wagner had played left tackle during the preseason, I would say, yeah, he could, play, he could probably make the roster there. But to me, it seems like Justin Heron is the is the is going to be the backup left tackle now that Brandon Parker's on IR. Jackson Barton used to be that guy. Now he's on the Arizona Cardinals. Remember, just keep in mind, Heron played under Josh McDaniels in New England. He had a serious knee injury last year. He's coming back off of a serious knee injury, and he has Patriot ties. I'm not saying that automatically grandfathers him into a roster spot, but being that he's been pro- the primary guy behind, not behind, but as the left tackle this year left with Colt Miller out, yep, he's probably going to make the roster and be Colt Miller's backup in the regular season. All right, Mo got me. He finished right when I was drinking my Gatorade. Um, Gary, as always, man, we appreciate you. Thank you very much for your notes. And by the way, Gary sends multiple emails a week, which I enjoy because he's always got good stuff and it's funny. Sometimes it's just stuff between him and I, uh, but he is a great, great listener and a good friend to Mo and I. So we appreciate it. And Gary, even though we disagree, we'll see. We'll see who's right. Man, we have we're common. We're on common ground with McClendon Curtis. So I'm, yes. I'm pulling for McClendon find Curtis to ground. make it. We got some common ground. We'll see how the tackle positions shake out, though, because a lot of fans, actually, Raider fans out there, disagree with me about Justin Heron making roster. Yeah, I don't. I, I see what you've seen, and I, I like it. All right, our last mail of the day. It's a short one, but we'll get to it here, and it's to Mo. It says, Mo, Hunter Renfro, trade or nah? What can we get for him if we are to trade him? That's Dave in San Jose. Dave in San Jose, thanks for your mail. Mo, what do you think? Hunter Renfro, we talked a little bit about it earlier. What do you think? You said one time it was 90, then it went down to 50%. What do you think now with what you're seeing, like with the Jets and some of these other teams really starving for wide receivers, especially in the slot spot? I'm going 40% now mm. because if you read the reports, Hunter Renfro is banged up. I don't, yeah. th- I, don't know if you, I don't know if you saw Tashawn Reed tweeted this, that he was on the practice field, but he was wearing a red jersey. No, that's the no contact jersey. Usually mean a player is hurt or dealing with some type of injury. What team is going to trade for Hunter Renfro now that they have to pay a fully guaranteed contract and he's banged up again? He was banged up right. last Coming year. Coming off an injury last ba- year. Right. And he's banged up again. So that hurts his trade value. Yeah. Now, the, unless the team is completely desperate, maybe the Jets feel like, you know, we're fine with Hunter Renfro if he's banged up for the first two, three weeks of the season. We just want him on the roster for the long haul because they have Super Bowl aspirations. But other than that, I, I don't I, his his trade value just keeps taking hits. He's coming off of an injury riddle season, didn't have a lot of production, didn't see him in the preseason, and now he's hurt again. Yeah. I don't think I, they're gonna if, I, if, if they do trade him straight up, you're getting a day three pick for him. Right. Probably a fifth rounder, which is what he was coming out of Clemson. Right. And so the, the, that's where I think the decision comes down, Mo, is because of the money, the fourteen million, they're gonna have to decide. Do we risk keeping him, meaning 
if there's not a lot of if there's not a lot of interest out there, do we risk keeping him or do we try to find a partner who'll give us anything? And so we can offload, even though they're going to take some of the hit, offload the salary because that that's what it comes down to. And it's un, it's unfortunate because um, early on it seemed like he was really really doing well in camp and all the ports, which is great because all the other teams, all the other GMs, they're seeing the same reports we are. And then it suddenly came to a halt with with the red jersey and the and the the being held out of contact. Uh, so we'll see. And he hasn't played in the game, as you said. So there's no live action. There's nothing to go by. No recency, which definitely hurts his value. So I think Dave in San Jose, um, I, I might I, I might move mine to fifty percent, Mo. But but I think fifty percent is as high as you can go right now, based on the facts that you just gave. If if the talk about Hunter Renfro is that whatever he's going through right now is minor. I could see a Super Bowl team, a Super Bowl caliber team still acquiring him because they're saying we don't need him necessarily for week one to four. Right. We need him for the playoffs. As long as he's healthy by the time we get to January, we're fine with that. That's the only way I see him getting moved. And even then, you may have to package him with a draft pick, maybe package him with a fifth or fourth round pick to get a higher draft pick. Right. But with with the way Trey Tucker's had his ups and downs, and if you're not going to use DeAndre Carter much – as, as a slot wide receiver, then you kind of need Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I, I've come off of that, that strong prediction that he's definitely going to get moved. While I still think it's a possibility he could be moved. It, it, as I said, his market just keeps dropping by the week with, with the injury and just seeing what he did last year, which wasn't much. Right. And I think you, like you said, they would sort of need him. I think Jacoby Myers there, obviously, but I think, too, and I know it's starting from Jets fans and Jets websites and shows talking about Hunter Renfro because they're in desperate need, but they also have the, cal- the salary cap space. So it's not a bad guess of a spot that might be open for him to go to or, or a team that might be interested. We don't know for sure. We're not reporting that. We're just saying it would make a lot of sense there. So we'll see. But anyway, Dave, thanks again for your message. Always good stuff. Time to close out the show. I know we went a little long today, but we had the roster to go through and the great interview with Ted. Uh, man, we are just kicking it. I'm telling you, I love our <laughs> listeners and our our viewers just giving us great ideas for content, trying to bring you great guests so you guys enjoy the show. And the feedback's been great, Mo. I'm proud of what we're doing here. I'm proud of you and what you're doing with the T-shirts. I should say we're doing with the T-shirts, getting charity. I didn't yeah. show them on the show, but remember, go buy your Midtown Mo shirts. Go buy your Irish Cannon shirts, $4 from each one goes to the One Nation Foundation, Murph, Swag Jeff, and Michelle, and what they do for Raider Dad, what they do for the Blitnikoff Foundation, and others. So make sure you go do that. Also, D- DC4L Custom Tees. Of course. Uh, that's, that's the guy that's pushing the merch. If, if you want to find it, that's where you're going to find it, DC4LCustomTees.com. Yes, and by the way, if you go and you uh, order anything on their site, so you want to go order a different Raider shirt, I mean, of course, you're going to toss in our shirts. I say our shirts because we're promoting them <laughs> and it was our idea, but it's all going to charity. We don't make a cent off it, by the way. But if you want to order one of his other killer Raider Nation t-shirts, because you listen to or watch Silver and Black Tay is going to give you 10% off. So you just use SNB today as the, the, the discount code on any shirt and you get a 10% discount. So make sure you do that. So we're, we're giving you... So go buy it. With the discount you save, you can buy another shirt and help out a charity. It's just, it's a win-win. I love it. For the for the people on the Northeast Coast whose kids are going back to school very soon, I know Hoodies. New York City has, I know your, your, your kids have already started up, but 
in New York City, we you know we don't start until after Labor Day. If you want to get your kids something for back to school, I know it's not the most snazziest shirt. But I mean, a it midtown low shirt would be pretty sweet to wear on the first day of school. And, and by the way, I'm he just did saying. he did put up their hoodies. There's hoodies up there. Uh-huh. And for the young moms out there who we know like to watch Mo, um, <laughs> they have little kitty ones. So there you go. They have like toddler stuff. I mean, imagine a little toddler like learning how to walk in a midtown Mo hoodie. <laughs> yeah, I dig that. A little redhead kid with an Irish cannon sweatshirt on. Top of the morning to you. We're giving you all the ideas here at Silver Black today. Uh, we're just Covering coming it up. We're just pulling it out of you know where. But anyway, we love it. We appreciate you guys. We love you. We appreciate you listening and watching the show. This August has been massive for us. We can't believe how many of you are listening to the show. It's just been huge, the growth uh, over last year at this time. So we want to thank you guys for all of that. Uh, as we put in the hard work, and you guys certainly appreciate it. For those of you that don't like us, thank you for watching anyway, because you're there, and we love it. So we we know you're part of that, too. So thank you. Uh, all right, Mo, what do you got coming the rest of uh, this week? I mean, obviously, we got tomorrow's Friday. I know you have your post game with, with Bleacher Report. What else you got going? Got my post game with Bleacher Report, and I'll just pop on with, with you and Murph and just kick it with you guys after the game and just kind of wrap up the preseason Hoping for a another win. I know people don't care about wins in the preseason, but the Ravens lost to the Washington Commanders on Monday. So that means the Raiders have the yes. longest preseason win streak yes. at six. Yes. I know it doesn't mean anything because it's the preseason, but got to celebrate your victories as they come. So I'll pop the- on with you guys after the game. And maybe we celebrate pop a champagne bottle or something like that. <laughs> the preseason Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, celebrate the, something. the sports books lost a lot of money, or I should say, won a lot of money a lot off of, money. of mm-hmm. the Ravens losing. So don't say it doesn't matter. When it comes to gaming, it matters. Trust me, as Kelly Kreiner would say, who bets on everything, including like baby races. Anyway, we're going to. Total races, anything he can Turtle find. <laughs> I remember, real quick, like two seconds, sorry. During COVID, everything shut down. And where, and I'll protect his, his privacy here, but where Kelly works, they have some TVs there. And I go in to see him and because, you know, it's illegal to talk to people without a mask during that time. So anyway, I go in to see him and he's like betting on like Serbian table tennis. Now he'll correct me because he'll wow. listen to this and he'll tell me what it was. It was table tennis or something like that, but he's betting on it because it was the only thing you could bet on. Oh, you got to love Kelly. Ke- Kelly, look, fantasy football is coming. We're gonna we're gonna have the league again because I know some people yes. have asked. Oh, the I'm league is coming. That. the The draft is coming up. Yeah. So I got to remember that. that. Keep that in mind. I got to send that. that I got to send a message. I will send that message out today to all of you that have been in the league. So we'll do that. All right. <laughs> uh, also, reminder here: Murph and I will be here as will Mo towards the tail end of the show uh, after the game. So after the Cowboys game against the Raiders. We will be live again in all the channels we're live in, which include YouTube, best place for, I, I think, to watch it because you can be part of the chat there. It'll be live in Rumble. It'll be live in Twitter and also in Twitch. So wherever you want to watch it, you can watch it and participate. But we'll be there to talk about it after the game. Do us a favor. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you don't already do it, put on the auto download for us. Also, subscribe wherever you're watching us and hit the notifications bell, including on YouTube, so you get notified Uh, whenever we're ready to go. Mo, I will talk to you on Saturday night. 
Hopefully after a win, seven straight for the Raiders in the preseason. I know a lot of you don't care, but <laughs> there are some seven. people out there that do. Lucky seven. seven. Wins in a row in the it's a harbinger. Yes, look it up. Okay. For <laughs> Mo Moten, for our crack, I can't say crack again. We got in trouble with that. Uh, for our producer, <laughs> our really good producer, Mike Robier. And for me, Scott Goldbrandson, your host, this has been Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast, also heard on Sunday mornings on The Bet in Las Vegas. That's our radio show. We appreciate you guys being with us. And remember, be good to one another, Raider Nation. We will talk to you on Saturday night.